0: get a lot of dms from listeners who are hard on themselves about having to relearn a lesson it's like why are you making this even harder by like beating yourselves up that you are still learning this lesson like embrace that personal growth Mm. that's like that's if you don't fight it and don't get mad that you should be further along than you are it's part of your journey and if you know your enneagram you can actually really tap into your personal journey even better Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I dig into the thought-provoking convo I had with Aaron Bowdy in our last episode. If you haven't listened to that interview, feel free to go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. Feel that freeness. Feel that freeness. Well, you know what? Based on today's, I mean, that should have been. It's a feel that freeness combo is really what it was (laughs) because it's actually very freeing when you think about what we're about to talk about. Yes. Yeah.
1: We're gonna hint at. at Yeah,
0: I mean, some of these, some of our listeners are. Perfectly overachiever, and they've already listened to the interview. I already know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, today, June 29th, if you're listening on the day this drops, it is National Work From Home Day. Um, so, let's celebrate all of you who WFH uh, those who have Pilates studios, work from home like we do, maybe you work from home part of the time. And if you don't work from home, maybe you work from home today. Um, we probably should have let you know to do that last week. Um, <laughs> um, you know, um, I, I actually, I kind of love it, but I also, one day a week, go work at a coffee shop, uh, yeah, for a change true. of scenery. Anyways. Which um, is
1: quite nice, actually.
0: Yeah, so if you're WFHing, then tag the Beat Pod, let us know what that looks like. All <laughs> right. Um, so here is the deal. Um, OPC summer camp is coming. Um, so uh you can get on the wait list at opc.me slash event.
1: yeah, uh, actually we may have just made the announcement, in fact. Yeah, it's the fun. the Well uh, then if they
0: go there, they'll just get to the event anyways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but here's here's the deal. This is the first time we've ever done uh, a, a summer camp. Okay, so we, we kind of been toying around with these one off like uh workshops and live events kind of things with OPC, virtual, virtual live events. Yeah. And this time we decided to do a two-day event. We're doing two days. So this is the first two-day event we've ever done virtually like this.
0: Every OPC teacher and one of our contributors is slaying one of their spe- their specialty topics. And then we're going to do a team workshop. Um, if the teaser is something that bothers you or frustrates you, or you're just like, hit flex right it out, we have a workshop as a team together. So um, you're not going to want to miss out on these topics. You can buy uh, workshops a la carte. You can buy... All of them. Uh, there is going to be an awesome offer if you buy two of them. I'm not going to say it right now because I don't want to screw it up, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure the team has it very clearly on the website once it goes. So opc.me event is what you want to go to. Yeah. There will either be a wait list if it's not up or you'll actually see it. And with these things, if you can't make it live, well, we'll miss you, but you'll have access to the replay. So yeah. um, even if you're like, oh, my gosh, guys, I'm traveling. Great. Snag your spot, and then you'll just get the replay in your dashboard.
1: Yeah, it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, we're super excited. And then also, um, we are... So uh, that's going
1: to be in July. Yeah. um, Like the second weekend or something like that? Yeah,
0: after the holiday. And then, um, if you're in the U.S., it's not a holiday everywhere. Right, (laughs) So there's that. Um, And then also, uh, after we're done with that, we're going to get ourselves up on a plane and go to Scotland and then drop down to Leeds for the... Get on up! Yeah, for the mullet tour, I don't think they sing that song there. Um, you don't gonna... think
1: they sing that song in England?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have not heard it in a pub, but you know what? Maybe there's a jukebox and you can play it. Yeah. Um. So I, we are. I feel
1: gonna... like I feel like we'll find it.
0: We are going to be in Claire Sparrow's studio in Leeds. Uh Chapel Allerton is this area and the studio and it's gonna be so fun. We have business workshops in the beginning, um Pilates Movement Workshops in the afternoon. You can now buy a la carte tickets to these workshops, but yeah, special- there's
1: only a few of those though. So yeah. if you if you were thinking about it at all, get on that. Yeah. Okay, but but um I just realized um uh, for this summer camp, go to opc.me event. Yeah. For the UK tour, you're going to opc.me slash UK. All right. And,
0: um, and so there's, uh, if you, just a hint, if you actually do want to do like two days of workshops, it's actually cheaper to get the weekend pass, plus you get the work out. So you want to do that. And there's actually only a couple of those tickets left. Yep. So, yeah. Yep, 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 and yep. then um, we're going to come back. We're going to do, um, I think I'm doing my final weekend for Elevate as what I think is happening, which Whoa. is kind of great for round two. And then we get in the van yeah. and we hit the West Coast. We grab all the dogs.
1: We're actually going on an IRL tour.
0: Yeah, and um, we just announced it at the time of recording this, and holy freaking moly, uh, way to go West Coast on snapping up those tickets. It's kind of crazy, and we're going to some really exotic towns. We are. We're going to be in Redlands, (laughs) Long Beach. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be in uh, Bakersfield, um, um,
1: just south of Fresno. Yeah. uh, Hanford.
0: Yeah. We're
1: going to be in Fairview, which is near Sacramento.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Yeah, that's working. that's, that should be... I thought that's
0: Fairfield. No mm, Fairview? I
1: want to say it's Fairview. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll figure that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's
1: near Sacramento.
0: If you're listening to this now, it is on the site. So don't worry. We just <laughs> will have it on our map. And then we're going to go all the way up through Oregon and to Seattle. Yeah. So um, West Coast, we've been wanting to do this for years. We promised for years this is the time. If you want us to keep doing it... Yep. Snag
1: your spot. Yeah, snag spot. And and also, we, we'll have some upcoming uh, tour announcements as well. We're adding more spots.
0: And also, what's super cool, not to each class, but maybe some more cities. More locations. Yeah. Is what so to, to here's say. the thing about the West Coast. Your studios are small. <laughs> so oh, yeah. these classes are intimate. Uh, so you do want to be fast on taking up a ticket. But we're also able to do some workshops, which yes. we've only been able to do in Atlanta. So I'm really, really excited because we get to really um, hang out for a while. It's not yep. just I like hit it and quit it. Like, we're... We're spending time.
1: Oh, oh. We're spending
0: some time with (laughs) y'all. And then we come back, and in September we are in Poland. So you want to go to ContrologyPolizeConference.com for that information. Um, It's actually going to be really special. We haven't been in Poland since 2019 and uh and it's just it's that's also an intimate um setting which i'm really excited about and then finally cambodia we started looking at our flights for this oh my gosh i'm so excited also like we have some family coming on this one yeah yeah so it's, it's- gonna be
1: amazing um leslie slash retreat uh to get your tickets to join us in cambodia there is totally still time i know it may seem like a little like whoa that's on the other side of the world but like Leslie just said, we just are looking at our plane tickets oh, yeah. now, so no. you didn't miss out on anything. Plane
0: ticket prices—you don't want to buy them too early. Guys.
1: And we have done this trip so many times; uh, we have all of the details prepped and ready just for you. So as soon as you uh, place your deposit, actually, in fact, at this point, it'll be—we'll—we'll uh, we'll have to figure out like getting the, the full payment from you. Because uh, July here, we're we're getting all that stuff lined up now. But uh, there's still time to join us. And we'll make sure you have links to travel insurance if you want that. Um, or, you know, We'll pick you up from the airport. You don't need Everything's to have a travel. And,
0: and you don't need to be an experienced traveler. Nope. We have all that taken care of. Yep. And the people who are going to be on this trip that have already signed up are absolutely going to be part of your family. Yeah, it's and super your life cool. We've we got so. a great group
1: mm-hmm. already coming. Uh, so don't miss it. It's yeah. going to be awesome.
0: So clearly, we do not slow down for summer. I don't know what summer... Nights are for you, but they are opposite for us. Uh, I will hibernate in the winter.
1: Heck yeah. That's how we do. Because, actually, November, we used to have some plans. They got canceled. Uh, so we're still working out the specifics on all that stuff.
0: Well, there's there's new things. Don't don't worry about November, guys. We're coming out. Yeah, it's we'll just,
1: we'll keep you posted.
0: We, there's no there's no rest for the weary. No. I'll be really honest. <laughs> we are just going to keep on keeping on. So that's how we do. Just you know, stick to this or listen, like read the newsletters because that's where the stuff happens as quickly as possible. All right, we should talk about Aaron Bowdy.
1: Okay, now let's talk about Aaron Bowdy, uh, an experienced behaviorist who has embarked on a remarkable journey. Shaped by the challenges and triumphs of being a mom and raising a neurodiverse daughter, she seamlessly integrates her extensive knowledge into both her personal and professional life, offering invaluable insights into behaviors, habit changing, and personal growth. So one thing that's, uh, if y'all are in agency, um, then you got a chance to meet Erin recently when she came in to do a webinar. And I found it like really, really enlightening. She used to run three branches of a healthcare company and was on the VP track and like basically kicking ass and taking names and uh, workaholic and realized that she wasn't enjoying life and wasn't spending time with her kid um, or her partner. And so she um, decided to leave all that, you know, and actually now she's offering her behaviorist uh, services and she's really focused on the Enneagram, and so I'm sure you've heard of the Enneagram. We've joked, like earlier, I joked that I'm type three. Uh, I am a type three. Leslie is a seven.
0: Seven, seven. So um, I'm a three, four. Oh, so I'm, well, I'm a seven with an eight wing. You're saying mm-hmm. you're a three with a four wing, I think is what you're saying. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Um, I know. And also, okay, so Erin knows this uh, because we actually saw her for a webinar um, before this re- this episode came out. But the night before her webinar, we went out to dinner. With uh, Jake and Carrie. And Jake will be on the podcast soon. We have an interview coming up with him. He's got an amazing book out. But Carrie's on the podcast, Carrie Ford. And so we're out to dinner. And she says, oh, well, Jake's a seven. And to somebody else, I said, oh, I'm a seven. And she's like, of course you fucking are. Like, and, then she, and, then, and then Jake's like, oh, you're a seven. High five. She's a one. And basically, like... And if I you, felt like, all, what are we talking about? I don't know what is, any of this means. <laughs> it honestly makes me feel like... If, I know it has nothing to do with like your sun sign and your moon sign, but it's like when you get around people... Who do know those things, and right. they're like, oh, well, that's my—he's a triple Pisces. Yeah. Or when they they throw out that they know not only the sun, but they know the moon and the rising, and they're just like, yeah,
1: he's rising in his uh, while he's sleeping.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't <laughs> no. Know. Anyways, but like, it felt like that. <laughs> I'm was, way in, y'all. So it was a little mm-hmm. bit like, okay, now ever it's like it's like it's it feels like the '70s. I'm like, what's your sign? But then when we were sitting down at dinner, Jake was like, okay, well, let me explain to you all the stuff. And like, Aaron did a great a great job, so I'm not gonna taking time here with jakes but it was so fun to hear some another person dive in deep to this and how they use it in their life and then his coaching yeah. um world how he uses it and it it just like the more you dive into this i feel like you know yourself even more and i read aaron's newsletter so hint hint go read her newsletters because she shares something went on in her life um and then she like shares how like it it affected her and how her husband reacted and then how her husband reacted, how that pissed her off. And then she took a step back and goes, well, he's at this and I'm in this. And that's why it bothered me because him not taking action makes me feel unsafe. And mm. as a seven, we're like a double gas pedal. So like action makes us feel good. Right. <laughs> Can't take messy action. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Hence most of the things you hear on this pod. But- <laughs>
0: Just trying to spread my seven all around. Uh, No, in fact, not one number is better than any other number. So, anyway. So,
1: what I thought was really helpful was um, uh, the concept of most tests for personalities uh, focus on your behavior Mm
0: -hmm. like what you do,
1: what you do, um, or how you do it, where the Enneagram focuses on why you do it. Yeah. And that's interesting because the why drives your behavior.
0: Well, and, like, I think, well, of course it does. But also, I think, like, it can be so annoying about, like, you have family members in your life, you guys. Or you have, like, coworkers. And it's like, why the fuck are they doing like that? That pisses me off. And then it's like, if you actually were to know them on this level, it is easier to go, okay, they do that because it makes them feel safe. Right. When they do that, it makes me feel unsafe. They're not doing that on purpose. to They're make not you it unsafe. To spite me. No. Right. right and, exactly. And also like, how do we own our own reactions to things? And yeah. so like you, ha- the it's only just like what you were
1: to- talking about with her newsletter.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So anyways, I'm going to talk about what I loved. Yeah. Um, okay. So she said, Enneagram is a practice of returning to our whole selves. So I kind of like this. I don't even know why this just came to me. There was this like, book that i i read uh many many years ago getting the love you want and it was like when you get into relationships you like fill all of your holes like you you're like oh look at how amazing i am <laughs> and then but then your brain thinks it was the, the other person did that and then months later when both of you stop filling all of your holes you're like you fucking changed it's like actually no you just were being yourself and you have holes but enneagram <laughs> is right in between to our whole selves and so uh, i
1: i like to think of it at uh like just to put it in some context <laughs> uh here, because we basically you know how people are like one plus one equals two when it comes to people, right, a half and a half is gonna make that whole well, oh my God, Can right,
0: stop spreading that right? yeah,
1: fuck that, right, I think a one plus one you you have to be in individual one plus one is gonna equal one here, you have to have two whole people. In order to have a functioning relationship. Yes. And if you come in with like half of yourself expecting them to be the other half of you, you're setting yourself up for eventual uh, uh, failure.
0: Yeah. yeah, 1000%. So she talked about like you can use the Enneagram to actually like understand how you started to use these smaller sets of yourself to feel safe and as resources. And then you got older and you're just working with these smaller sets, but actually when you know what number you are on the Enneagram, you can actually help yourself move into working with your whole self. And so, um, so going back to like some of these personality tests, like put you in a box enneagram you help you, Tell you what box you're in and how to get out of it. So, like, I really, really like that. She also said that um, of all the behavior models, she loves the Enneagram because it helps her reconnect with her authentic self. And she was simply lost touch with who her authentic self was. And, like, I think we can all admit that we've, like, temporarily lost touch with ourselves. And not even, like, at one time. Like, maybe every other (laughs) every other moment and so by using the enneagram she can regain sense of her true identity and it helps her embrace her personal growth and i think that's the hard part for a lot of people i get a lot of dms from listeners who are hard on themselves about having to relearn a lesson it's like why are you making this even harder by like beating yourselves up that you are still learning this lesson like embrace that personal growth Hmm. that's like that's if you don't fight it and don't get mad, you should be further along than you are, it's part of your journey and if you know your enneagram, you can actually really tap into your personal journey even better,
1: yeah, also too um the Enneagram test, which I found really interesting um was a conversation i know and i I really liked that because um Aaron said that the there's only one um one actual behavior slash personality test that was like empirically studied meaning like they ran tests on it like scientific tests and she said the the win rate on that test is only 46 percent. i know which is like what so like all of these things that we do like okay they might get it right but chances are high that it's not exactly right right so
0: i know because i took the test because i was like oh i need to know my number before she gets on and it really? was like yeah i totally took it and it was like, okay, well, you could be a three, you could also be a seven, you could be a one. And I was like, what do you mean? Right. And so so, yeah, so, the, so no. the way
1: that she runs it, because she's been doing this for decades, you know, she uh, studying behavior, I mean, for decades, and then she really uh, went deep uh, into studying the Enneagram. Her The way she does the test is by having a conversation. And at the end of it, she effect- effectively makes like an assessment of you and says, hey, based on the conversation that we had... Here's what I'm thinking, where you land on the, the scales, you know. And the then thing. you try it on. Yeah. And then she told me, she actually literally told me, she's like, read more about this and don't share your results to Leslie <laughs> Because I want you to think through this before you're uh, influenced by, by, especially someone who knows you so well. Um, and, uh, I kind of had a laugh about that, but you guys, um, he,
0: and Aaron, he like Lily wouldn't tell me until we got around <laughs> these friends, weren't throwing numbers around. And then he said his number. I was like, oh, what? <laughs>
1: it's true. It's true. <sighs> uh, well, one thing I love that she said, um, is that she said the work for her became recovering, recovering it as opposed to being it, um, in a way, uh, because of who she is, She is an overachiever and she feels safe when, again, taking action, right? So she um, was a high-powered corporate on the VP track and she uh, basically uh, quit all that. And uh, she, in her head, decided, well, in order for me to have a reason to quit, to tell all my colleagues, I'm just gonna go get a PhD now. (laughs) And she had recently had a child and her child is neurodivergent and requires uh, a lot of attention. And so she basically like stacked on this uh, reason to go do this PhD, which allowed her to quit, but also put her in a really difficult position of trying to, you know, do family and go to school. Um, And she realized that she wasn't winning on this and she decided she needed to change the reason so you know that's where they're recovering it she needed to recover the reason for why she was doing the PhD instead of like she obviously left her job so she's no longer doing the PhD to have an excuse for her old colleagues so why is she doing it now you know and um, so I
0: love that it's like how can like if you are struggling with something like it's like a reframing of it it's like like maybe why you started to do something it no longer serves you, and if you're not willing to let go of whatever that thing is, you need to reframe why it is that you're doing it. That allows you to show up to it in a different way um, and be less resentful of the thing. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, I think that uh, you know she definitely talked about um, she had to reevaluate her commitment. She decided to change the the, the flow, the process. In fact, she uh, decided I'm doing this for me, um, and if I'm doing it for me, then I don't need to do it on the same timeline as the school. So she took six months off um, to focus on family. And then she started doing it again. And she said, you know, if I need to do that again, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And it sounds to me like she's enjoying the process a whole lot more. Yeah. And it's not stressing her out, which is really interesting because her natural inclination is the overachiever of like, I got to be perfect. I got to get it all done. I got to get it all. Like there's a timeline You know, and it's an arbitrary timeline, generally speaking. So
0: I know after uh, I didn't know I was a seven until after I met with her. And I also didn't know that she was a seven until we did the webinar. And I was like, oh, this whole interview is so I understand all of it in so many ways. I understand it so well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So for her, what I what I found interesting is that, you know, you talked about that sense of feeling safe. Like what makes you feel safe for her working hard or continuously working is like, I must be doing something and that makes her feel safe. Right. And so that's where it like, you know, when, when she originally was working the job, like what is she going to not work anymore? Um, right. So she added this PhD into the mix while also starting to do coaching and that, for sure we'll keep her working. Uh, you know, and uh so it's been an interesting understanding of herself going, Oh, I did this. Okay, we need to we need to slow down, you know. And um, uh, so anyway, that that really allowed her to kind of rediscover
0: um yeah. herself. And I think like I wanna bring up this one point that's in, that's in your notes to talk about, but I wanna talk about it. Um <laughs> do it. Uh so you know, when you start to discover When you start to dive in and like going what well like who am i why do i do it the way i do why am i performing like behaving like this um you a lot of times people want to take the big change Because it's like, ugh, like I know it now. This is the thing I have to do, and I'll go do it the, I'll go do it in the most unsafest place. For example, she had, she talked about that client she had who was like thinking she needed to change her job, and because she wasn't speaking up and no one was listening, and da 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 da. And when she discovered, like when they reached, when they talked about, like, well, what do you mean? No one listened. Why don't you speak up? And she's like, well, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to make a mistake. I like her perfectionist tendencies was actually creating this critical, critical inner voice that told her she wasn't good enough, and so. And everyone's like, well, let's not go do this at the job. <laughs> That's actually going to put you in feeling even more unsafe. And it's actually going to like exacerbate your problem. Instead, you need to do it in a very safe place for habit change. And, you know, we talk about habits all the time. Like yeah. we talk about like unraveling the habit, you know, longer have you can't just like create a void. You can't just go big or go home. You have to do it something small. So she had, she had talked about her, letting her two and four year old put the dishes away. And even if they just like threw the dishes in the drawer, she just had to like
1: shut the drawer. Let let me let me chime in here because this this is one of my biggest takeaways I think from her interview. Oh okay. Is that she said um, her client, uh, who is in the decision room, you know, making of her job like like high level, um, C level exec, wasn't chiming up, chiming in, and when they identified uh, why, um, which was fear of making a mistake was debilitating for her so she would never even propose anything that could get rejected right and so um this mistake the the control the perfectionism all that stuff kind of rolls into one The, the what's the obvious like natural next step of that is well why don't you try making a little you know proposition or and and then seeing whatever and aaron actually said that's wrong don't do that that's not what you want to do because that's the behavior right and that yes like like basically you need to understand the changes need to start with the why and then the behavior comes after that mm-hmm. and that is to me was like oh shit we we just change we just immediately try to change our behavior like imagine quitting smoking i guess i just won't do it right but it's not the why behind the why do you want to smoke right like there's, that's just the, the actual act of smoking, yes. right? And so in this case, changing, like throwing in a might, a small concept, which could still get her shut down, could still get her like back into fear, um, uh, uh, just as quickly as a larger idea getting shot down. It's, it's that's actually not going to benefit her. She needed to work on the root of that. And that's where, uh, that control, that perfectionism, uh, and allowing her kids to make a mess that was the root. That's the beginning of allowing her to actually make a proposition in the boardroom later. Crazy, right? Like, to, to think about that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. I, I want to know, from everyone who's listening, like, I want to know what your number is, if you know it. I want to know, like, how you're trying to use this in your life. Like, I think that this is, like, I one of the most powerful uh pieces of information to help us understand how do we be it until we see it? Because it's true. You cannot go be something that could like actually like the behavior could actually affect you in a way that would like take you back a notch and put you more in an unsafe feeling place.
1: Yeah. So if you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a comment below with your number. If you're on the, the gram, um, leave a comment on the post. Yeah. A know too. Yeah. Love it taking care of your health isn't always easy but it should at least be simple that's why for the past three years we've been drinking ag1 every day no exceptions it's just one scoop mixed with water once a day every day and it makes me feel totally energized and it makes me feel like i'm doing something healthy for myself that's because each serving of ag1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins minerals pre and probiotics and more it's a powerful healthy habit that's also powerfully simple
0: yeah, and you're probably wondering, like, how can you actually do it? No exceptions. I know you guys travel all the time. You've got a lot going on. You're running three businesses. Here's the deal it's because it's that simple. So, when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge, I pull out the dog's wet food and the AG one. I pour my AG one, and if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food, and we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling, What I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that, especially on the road, when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I'm AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AJ1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is, or maybe your life is simple and you're going to add something extra simple to it.
1: If there's one product i had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com B-E-I-T. Check it out. Okay, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Erin Boudy? Um, so she said, uh, uh, relationship uh, research, 69% of the problems that we face are unsolvable. Which I was like, I, I, I really wanted her to go more in on that because I didn't quite un- like... <laughs> I was like, really? Okay. Um, she said we spend too much time looking for fixes and not enough time uh, learning how to manage who we are uh, uh, and, well, and know, cycle through. I
0: actually think that goes back to Dr. Bender's stress thing, where we just are always trying to find the reason well, b- for the b-
1: stress. B- okay. Hold that thought. She said, "This is what this was like the culmination of it." She said, "I don't need to be fixed. I'm a person.
0: Mm-hmm. I am
1: who I am. Right." So that was like, whoa, that's pretty powerful. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
0: So so if y'all remember Dr. Bender's second episode with us about like this undue stress we put on ourselves, like oftentimes because we are like our reasoning, we're trying to find a reason for why we feel the way that we feel. And that oftentimes because we're trying to find a reason, we come up with a reason and that reason is probably not even accurate. And then we've created another problem for ourselves. And so what I love about what Aaron just said is like, if 69% of our problems are unsolvable, then that means that there is no reason. There's nothing to be reasoned with. Like it's just... It's managing the behavior. It's man. It's understanding, like
1: it's identifying what is what is happening and why. Mm -hmm. And that again, the enneagram really helps with understanding the why. Um, So, uh, so what? I I I think that makes total sense about what uh, uh, Doctor Bender mentioned. So, Erin said, understanding those things, she recommends practicing these four steps. So, uh, step one and two is to notice and name the step. Mm-hmm. She said, noticing is paying attention to oneself or me. Um, self-awareness. This is like recognizing your Enneagram type. Um, ask yourself, who are you, who you are, right? Pay attention to the behaviors that you have. And that's all of the noticing, right? And then there's the naming of it. She said, this is making meaning out of what you do, uh, right? And that's your behavior, right? So uh, how does it tie into your identity? Because you can't change something that is tied to your identity uh, if you cannot name it, right? So she's talking about being able to change your behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But the behavior isn't like you have to notice who you are and why you're doing something before you can understand what you're doing with the behavior. And then that behavior there, then you can start to make those kinds of changes. Yeah. But there's two more steps.
0: Yes, and those are recover and repair. So you have to, y'all have to get into your bodies, have to be with yourself you actually have to meet your own needs and I think that goes back to that like we try to like oh this person's my other half and they're gonna meet my needs it's like you have to meet your own needs you have it because also if you can't you can't expect other people to read your mind you got to be able to like even if you are unable to meet your own needs but you have to know how to meet those needs so someone can help you with that you can't just expect it to happen so I really really love that when she came into the webinar, and she was showing that Impala like shake off the stress of like being attacked by a i don't know cheetah. Cheetah or something yeah, and i it was just like so cool to like watch this animal like meet its own needs in that moment and to recover, and like I watch our dogs like when they want to stretch, they stretch they don't they don't go, oh God, I should stretch. You know, so like they meet their own needs. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, um, August is very demanding. He lets us know, um, and then, and then, um, and then she said, and then like the fourth one is repair. So, uh, which can equal changing your behavior, but you just set a boundary. She also uses her voice. In fact, she gave the example of like, um, I have a conversation with my spouse or my kiddos, and I say I want to do this differently, and that's what this looks like, and then um, that's how she can kind of cyclically move through things. Um, cause she can't solve, you can't just solve like, uh,
1: she is not a problem. To she's be not solved. a big
0: problem to be solved. Yeah. And I think that that is a really cool, you know, four step process that we can all try to do with ourselves and like take action towards these things. Because my goodness, like, what if you stopped trying to solve yourself as a problem? What if you just saw yourself as like this amazing puzzle of which you could figure out and understand and use that to communicate and like shine bright. You know, like we all have these, that's what's so cool about the, also with the Enneagram is like, each person has like these incredible strengths, you know, like, I mean, when we were talking with Jake, he was like, oh my gosh, you two need a one in your, in your business. And I'm like, I think we have one. We have to get our team tested. But you know, like you're able to like, see that Alone, you're awesome, you you have amazing skill sets, but like we all have these different skill sets we bring to a table that can really make things work better. So I love Darren. I love this so much. I'm like nerding out on my seven uh, with an eight wingness and seeing like where like where I can work on some things and um, explore more and also and it really helped me understand like why you do things the way that you do, which is nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, an interesting introduction to the Enneagram. Obviously, we didn't cover any of the actual um, explanations no, about any of you the can different
0: things. Go to Erin's site, because you got, yeah. she's um, she's she's a seven, so she's a I was just double gas s- pedal. She's got it all there. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say,
1: we're, we're going to have a link to Erin's site in the show notes, so if you were interested in figuring out that, um, connect with her. Um, we, you know, we're excited that we had a chance to do that with her, and so um, that, that could be really a great resource for you. Um, and she could be a great resource for you and then you can get to know her as well.
0: Yeah. All right, loves I'm Lessa Logan
1: and I'm Brad Crowell.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful that you're here. We want to know what your number is. Not yeah. your phone number, but your, you know, your Enneagram number. Can and I, um, your number? I, I don't even know what that's <laughs> from, but you can also send us a DM on the pod. If you have a question you want us to answer, please send it to us so we can share um, some support your way. And until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of The Bloom Podcast Network.
1: It's written, filmed, filmed, And recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll.
0: It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Diseño.
1: Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi.
0: Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Semena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to
1: Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website. And finally to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.
0: Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active Socks, and you can go to beatpodcom slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore Tavi, and you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks, because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do.